I'm Dante DiCarian. I'm joined with Ottawa Champions outfielder Brian Portelli. And Brian, growing up in the Michigan area, were you always a position player? Yeah, so I uh, always played outfield, a little bit of first base. I also did pitch growing up from about 13U to my senior year of high school. I was recruited as a two-way. And then my first fall, I did really well hitting, so we scrapped pitching. I guess you have a pretty good arm. Is that why you can play some right field? <laughs> uh, decent arm, you know. It was better at times, but it's starting to come back. Where'd you go to high school? Avondale High School in Auburn Hills, Michigan. Were you the best player there? <laughs> I'd like to ask that question because if you're playing pro, you've had to be pretty good in high yeah, school. Yeah, no, I did well there. But we had some, we had some good teams. We won three out of three out of my four years. We won the district. So I mean, we had some good players come through there. But you know, I had my success. Growing up in Michigan, you. I believe didn't live too far from the place where uh, Derek Jeter's from. Did you look up to him growing up, or anyone else that was from the Michigan area? Um, well, he he always gave me hope, you know, because Michigan is more hockey, basketball, football, and you know, knowing that Jeter's from there and he made it all the way, one of the best of all time, always gave me, you know, some hope and some confidence. From Kalamazoo, he was he went to Cal- Kalamazoo High School, so. I believe that's what half an hour away from Troy, or uh, that's actually west side of the state, so okay. it would be like two hours. Oh, okay, so big difference, but yeah. close to Lansing, right? Yeah, yeah, Lansing would be about halfway. Another guy from Troy, Michigan, is John Birdie, who had lost success in the Toronto Blue Jays organization. Now in the major leagues yeah. with the Miami Marlins. Did you know him before? Yeah, actually, my fr- I was a freshman when he was a senior. He played at Troy High School. I played at. Auburn Hills Avondale. I, I grew up in Troy, but you know how they cut the borders for the school. I went to Avondale and uh, yeah, I played him when I was a freshman. He was a senior. He was very, very fast and good defensively from what I remember. Joined Brian Portelli, outfielder for the Ottawa Champions. Was it just baseball for you or did you play any other sports? I played hockey. Hockey was, you know, probably my first love. And then I started playing baseball at about I did coach pitch, and then I quit for a couple years and came back at 12U, and um, then I just started loving baseball more. Did you like the Detroit Red Wings? Uh, they were okay for me. I, I liked a lot of Canadian team, actually, <laughs> Montreal and Toronto, even though that's kind of weird. Is this your first taste of Canada? Because you grew up very close to the Canadian border, near Windsor, near Sarnia, so did you have made your way to Canada before? Oh, yeah. Um, growing up, we had a cottage in Grand Bend, Ontario. So, I mean, I spent a lot of, we spent a lot of summertime in, in Canada. I've also played a lot of baseball in Windsor, uh, Micmac Park, right across the border. So I've spent a lot of time in Canada. Competition's not bad in Canada, at least when you played against them? No, it's not bad. And I feel like they take care of their city fields a little better. So I always loved uh, coming to play in Canada. How's the competition like high school wise, or even just playing baseball growing up in the Michigan area? Do you feel there's lots of talent there? Yeah, I do. I feel that it's it's very similar, but I just feel it's a little overlooked because they don't have the amount of scouts that down south has. You know, I think that's the biggest difference. I, I think down south, being that I played there, I think there might be a little more depth on teams, but when it comes to the best players, you know, Michigan has them too. Joining Brian Portelli, outfielder for the Ottawa Champions. You went to Grand Rapids Community College, and from living in Michigan last year, everybody tells me that Grand Rapids is the best place for a young person. Did you enjoy your time there? Oh, it was a blast. We lived right downtown in a loft. You know, it was a beautiful place. Um, right by the Van Andel Arena where the Grand Rapids Griffins play. Yeah. Pretty close to where the Whitecaps play as well. We cut a couple of those games and it was it was an amazing time. 
So you went to Comstock Park, went to those games. What was that experience like? It was good, you know, and being in junior college, you're draft eligible, you know, both those years. So to be able to see that level of play and know that, you know, it's very, it's a good level, but to be able to see, you know, you're capable of doing it is nice. Who found you? How did you get to your first community college? Uh, so I played for a travel baseball team called the Michigan Bulls, and uh, Frank Gallagher is the head of the organization, and he has a lot of connections with all Michigan schools, and um, that was the best fit. I didn't get any. Well, I had some four-year offers, but out of high school, not at the Division One level, mm-hmm. and I w- was really set on getting to Division One, so I took the junior college offer, and I think that was a great choice. And how did you get to Florida International <clears throat> University, which is a D1 school? Yep. Uh, so a guy on my team at Grand Rapids Community College, Joe Loria, has a, his dad, Joe Loria as well, um, has his own batting cages in Macomb, uh, Michigan. And he was, the Florida International coach approached him or called him to hold a camp there. And uh, Mr. Loria, you know, said, hey, I got an outfielder with some pretty good numbers his freshman year. This was going into my sophomore season. And he yeah. said, hey, you got to take a look at this guy. So I went to this camp at his facility and, you know, just hitting in the cage, that's all the coach ever saw me do, and, and he ended up signing me out of there, so it was pretty lucky. How did you like playing in Florida, especially at Florida International? Oh, it was amazing. It wasn't necessarily my best money offer, but I took it strictly because of the weather and because I thought I would have a better chance getting to pro ball out of Florida. Were you disappointed when you missed the draft in your final year? Oh, yeah, it was heartbreaking. You know, I, I met with 15 of the 30 MLB teams, you know, met with all of them. I thought there was a really good chance. I was talking to scouts on draft day, multiple scouts, and it, it didn't happen. And it was, yeah, it was heartbreaking for me, but I've rebounded and, and trying to still make a good career out of it. What was the experience like talking to all the area scouts, coming to watch you play and filling out the questionnaires and chatting every single day with them? Oh, it was it was very cool. I mean, it, it's it's just a job interview at the end of the day. That's what a lot of them said is, hey, you know, this is just a job interview. Um, a lot of them asked similar questions, and the questionnaires were very repetitive. And, um, you know, it was a very cool experience, but the best part didn't happen for me, but we're still working at that. After that, you went to the Frontier League. How did you get recruited to play there? So two days after the draft, there's a guy who actually played in this league that you might remember, Junior Arroyo. Yeah, who, I remember him. Okay. Yeah, he, great shortstop. Yeah, so he and he went to FIU for four years. So in his off season, he would train down at FIU, mm-hmm. and he knew me well. And when I didn't get drafted, he immediately calls me and goes, you know, he knows the feeling. He wasn't drafted, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Dude, you can't stop playing." He's like, "You got, you got to stick with it." And I was, you know, pretty hurt. And, and devastated by it and then he made a call to his buddy Preston Van Sill who was with the Southern Illinois Miners they played together on the Florence Freedom and the next day I was I was in uniform with Southern Illinois and it was a great experience there. He was one of the most electric shortstops I've ever seen in this league he would steal 50 bags he would bat almost 400 he would hit home runs and we, we saw Rockland a lot with Ottawa in 2016 I'm really happy that you had the opportunity to meet him because I met him once great guy did you feel the same th- same way about him? Oh, he fantastic guy. I mean, to help me out with getting into pro ball, I mean, he didn't have to do that. He was playing at the time, and he just, you know, a fellow ball player that saw a good player get missed, and he and he helped me get to this level, which I can't think of enough for. After the Frontier League, you went to the Pecos League. I'm interested to see 
or hear some of your stories yeah, from that league. Yeah, the Pecos. Well, actually, I took 2017 off. You know, I started to lose that love for the game. I thought that I was at a dead end. You know, I just, you know, it was, it was a tough time. And then I took baseball off in 2017, started playing. That's when I played over in Windsor in a little semi-pro amateur league. And um, found my swing back. And the only place that would take me back with the numbers I previously had was the Pecos, you know, because it's, you know, like a rookie independent league. Mm -hmm. And everything you hear, it, I mean, it's a grind. But there's no doubt good players out there. Um, it's big. You're still playing baseball. Um, there's quality players. It's, it's a lot. That is more guys that, you know, didn't make it out of college or, or from smaller schools, you know, from NAIs and D3s where it's hard to get straight into this league. You got to go to the Pecos, do your thing there, and then move on. But it, it was a grind, but it was a blast. Ryan, you're probably not a numbers guy, but the numbers you put up there, they're insane. Who posts a 900 slugging percentage and a 1,423 OPS, 523 OBP? You hit 30-plus home runs. What happened? How did you do it? I, I uh, so... In college, they really had me working the ball the right field. Everything inside out, inside out, inside out. I finally, you know, I said, screw that. I'm going to try to start hitting home runs. I, I revamped my game. I turned it into a slightly upswing, like Ted Williams always said back That's in the right, 40s. That's right, yeah. <laughs> and, and now they're going back to that, but they were saying that way back in the day so it's not like they this is a new thing that's that's how all those guys used to swing so I went and started doing that it clicked I started connecting and and you know that southwest region the ball does fly pretty yeah. good it's dry it's always hot and you know I took full advantage of it but you did drive in over 120 runs in 60 games <laughs> how did you do that that's from my teammates getting on base. I had that team we had was probably one of the best offenses I've ever seen. Um, I mean, from top to bottom, we were we were ripping the baseball and leadoff hitter Louis Martini uh, ahead of me, Nolan Hoff, Logan Coughlin. These guys were getting on base all the time, and I was cashing in. It was a, it was a great team. Didn't we see Louis with the Black Sox? Yeah, yeah, Louis. There's another guy who's been grinding, trying to get into one of these leagues, and he deserves it. He's a he's a good player, good hitter. Um, a great guy one of the great guys i've met in the pecos league all right just to wrap things up let's go to august 1st of last season signed by the ottawa champions my guess is that it was hal lanier that found you because he likes that league he likes to get yeah. guys from the pecos league yeah uh, hal lanier i was you know with my numbers i was starting to approach teams i think once i hit about 20 home runs you know i started thinking you know I think it's time I can move on so i started approaching teams and then i talked to the owner of uh roswell and he didn't want me leaving before the season was over. So we were in the playoffs. It happened to be the left fielder in Ottawa got hurt. We got eliminated and Hal Lanier called me that night and said, hey, can you get here ASAP? We have a day off and then we're playing the next day. I said, okay, I'll start driving you know, tomorrow and, and see when I can get there and it all worked out. Long drive? Yeah, I think, what, 35 hours? 35 hours just Thir to get here. Yeah, I, I got to stop at my house, though, literally right on the way in uh, okay. Metro Detroit. So that that was huge. Got to recoup, see my parents, and then, uh, you know, it was, it was awesome to get back to this level. Well, Brian, wonderful story. You put up great numbers last year, and I wish you all the best for the rest of the season. Thanks for doing this. Thank you, Dante. Ottawa champions outfielder Brian Portelli.